Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me, as always, is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Well, man, I mean, we're we're kind of uh, right now doing the podcast that we attempted to do, but instead we did the podcast that we had to do Already because did. we weren't <laughs> able to do the podcast that we had to re-record. So now we're doing the podcast that we meant to do a few days ago, but couldn't do because we ran out of time. And it didn't take a month. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It did not... It did not indeed. This is almost like regular scheduled stuff here. Yeah. For all of our listeners, this is like the best we've done in a while. For us, this has been torture. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we've uh, obviously, you know, for the past, well, I guess two months, really, we, we haven't been super regular in posting. Um, and we, we've sort of explained that just kind of a combination of lack of time and then also kind of a disinterest in, in some content, uh, you know, now everybody can say, Oh, they're not real star Wars fans. Well, I mean, we are, but <laughs> the same even us sometimes has to take a little bit of a mild break. I would really like to meet someone who likes every bit of star Wars content that claims to be a fan. <laughs> And dissect yeah. their brain and figure out what is wrong with them. <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with you? Yeah, so we're back again. Um, I, I, I guess we can just kind of start right off with how, how your week's been, although it's only been... We could technically just uh, refer to the last recording for that, but... Yeah, it's been yeah. like two days, I guess? Yeah, yeah roughly. Weekend. You can ask how our weekend's been. How's yours been? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, um, not not bad. Uh, I've been attempting to do house projects and stuff. I actually did get some painting done. Uh, met up with a friend today and uh, went down to um, to a cool kind of little bar slash deli slash food place. Uh, had a had you know sample flight of beer plus another beer this place i have not taken to you to but we need to go sometime they have a phenomenal chocolate or a phenomenal coffee stout um that is it's hard to find a good one but i do love yeah yeah it's one of the smoothest uh smoothest coffee stouts i've personally ever had it is uh so good and I had kind of forgotten about it because I haven't, I personally haven't been to this place in um, yeah, quite some time. So I, I got the flight. Uh, they do six beers at a time on tap, mm-hmm. and uh, the flight was five, but I, I didn't want the, the Christmas, the Christmas ale. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> we, kind of good, man. We've been trying that lately, and it just hasn't worked out for us. No, it, it really hasn't. I mean, we, we took our, we took our dad out to dinner. Uh, well, Thursday. three days ago, I think so. and yeah. yeah, and you got some pumpkin beer, which <laughs> legitimately did taste like pumpkin pie, but, but not what I want problem. out of a beer. Especially yeah. for you, you don't even like pumpkins, so. <laughs> I yeah, I, I'm not a big pumpkin fan. No, but uh, but yeah, really really good drink, and I, I wasn't really searching for dinner at that time because I'd eaten something a little bit before that, but I had a nice. Uh, nice uh, soft pretzel 
which was great. Nice. Actually, really good pretzel. The the cheese the cheese sauce that they put with it was um, uh, so ch- cheese sauce is kind of a tough one to do because if you're homemaking cheese sauce, uh, sometimes you get separation mm-hmm. if it's been setting too long, especially if you've been sitting it at heat. You know, like in a holding uh, whatever chamber or or uh, some sort of pot, mm-hmm. and uh, the cheese sauce had a decent flavor, but it had very clearly uh, started to separate. So mm-hmm. it was either a little too old or had just been sitting at heat for too long. Yeah, which is a common mistake. Not a bad, be- not a big deal. Uh, the mustard they gave me, instead of giving me like a, a mustard, they gave a. Um, a grainy mustard. So it was all grains mm-hmm. instead of mustard, which tasted really good, but it kind of, kind of pisses you off a little bit when you've been drinking yeah. a couple of beers and, and you're like, Got all I want the mustard. Teeth and- I want the <laughs> mustard on the pretzel. I don't want to have to work this hard. Right. For it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was good. It, it was, it was good to, good to catch up with, uh, with this uh, friend of mine. I, ha- I haven't seen him in, well, since, really since the summer. And we we have both uh, gotten new jobs too, so yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was good. That was good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much been the weekend. How about you? Cool, cool. Yeah, uh, not a whole lot going on for me either. We've tried the last couple of days, kind of prepare for vacation and whatnot. Please don't rob my home while we're gone. For those of you who have figured out my address, <laughs> other than that. Uh, can't say there was much exciting either. We tried a new place ourselves on Friday after I left your house from recording. Since it's at least almost an hour away from both of us, I'll go ahead and name drop it. It was a New Albany local cantina. Just a little hole-in-the-wall Mexican place. Pretty good. Mm. Basically, their thing is just like they have like 30 different tacos to choose from. I got like a tempura taco and a spicy fried chicken mole taco. Good times, but... um, I wish I could think of the name of it. I tried a IPA there that you have liked, but <laughs> it's kind of pretentious. Like the way they uh, sold it was, it's like, yeah, this is a double dry, you know, super hoppy IPA. I'm like, okay, I like hoppy, so I'll try it. One of the lightest ones I've had, but it was a super good citrusy flavor. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look into finding it because I'm sure you would love it. But Okay. Yeah, good little yeah, place. L- we'll have to swing down there sometime if we feel like making a drive. Yeah, th- there's a there's a local cantina a little closer. I I, I know I know mm. what you're the, the franchise uh, that you're talking about. I've uh, I don't think that I have been there, but I do I do know where it's at. So yeah, we can we can definitely uh, hit that up at some point. That would be uh, be pretty cool. Cool. Well, all right then. Pretty good. Uh, as far as today's content, we are going to talk some High Republic comics. Um, you know, as we've talked about probably ad nauseum now, we, we, we <laughs> definitely stopped the, the War of the Bounty Hunters. It was getting old. Maybe one day we'll do a recap and kind of break down sort of what generally happened. I'm not even sure because again, I stopped, I stopped reading them. I have them. I, I stopped reading them. Um, but we did want to kind of keep up with high Republic. 
because as we had sort of talked about, the High Republic stories were sometimes better than the High Republic books. Mm-hmm. And currently right now we have the mainline High Republic. And then we have this little offshoot called Trial of Shadows, which uh, might be interesting. I'm not sure 100% yet. Yeah, as we've only gone through two, it's definitely early to tell, but uh, we'll definitely give it a try for sure. Yep. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's worth um, at least giving it a try. Now, on the plus side, the War of the Bounty Hunters is over. So, there's a possibility we might maybe at some point jump back into some of the main lines, but it's really going to have to feel worth our time, I think. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but... Yeah, I mean, that's... It's going to be tough. I feel like we should wait till it's like 25 issues in, roughly, and maybe do a quick recap, but I'm going to be very hesitant to jump back into that series. Mm-hmm. I I would probably just be of the mindset of doing a quick gloss over, like maybe a video review of the actual War of the Bounty Hunters, just skip past that and start reading from then on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. I get that. Um, Vader seems to be interesting. I know that uh, there's potentially some more collaboration with Sabe, which would be cool, but... uh, other than that, I don't know. We'll just have to see when a few more issues come out. and We've had a little time to <laughs> decompress from dealing with it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's important, though, to... Um, it, it, it is important to, I think at least us, not to continue to push forward on something if it's just not working. But, yeah... Well, we'll see. <laughs> that's yeah. I think that's the word for now. We'll we'll see. And if it's worth it, it's worth it. If it's not, it's not. But you know, I, I I'm not sure. I, I'm just not sure. It's it's been a bit demoralizing, uh, to be honest. However, we do have what we have, which is not a bad thing, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, and then obviously, n- not too long now, but before too long, we've got our uh, end to Book of Boba Fett, which is obviously going to be the sort of bigger deal, at least for for the time being. For mm-hmm. the time being. So, there we go. Well, um, I don't know, man. Anything else we need to uh, mention right now? Or have we kind of gotten all the preliminaries out? No, I think we're good. We pretty much, you know, went through all the news on the last episode. So really not a whole lot extra to talk about this episode. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. We, we did obviously have our... Um, have our news episode already for sure so uh well then i suppose 
would you like to do the main High Republic line first, then kind of pick back up where we left off in the past? Yeah, that's kind of how I was thinking of doing it. All right. So we are on issues 10 and 11. Uh, we kind of pick back up with uh, with Keeve and one of the twins uh, as they're going undercover, basically going undercover into the to the Nye Hill. You know, we just refuse to let the Nye Hill go. You know what I mean? This is uh, very clearly what um, what publishing what the, the you know, whatever, the writers, they just seem to only have eyes for this particular storyline, you know, for, for Nihil, which I don't know, man, I still think is a mistake. But Yeah. Um, last, you know, probably three or four episodes, we've talked about this in great detail, but mm-hmm. say one more time, after reading these two comics, it doesn't make me like the Nihil anymore or think they're any more of a big threat. It's just circumstance that they happen to be winning really yeah yeah yep 100 percent. so anyway we have uh one of our huts that fought alongside the jedi against the dren gear oh, <sighs> big yawn there had to get that out my bad <laughs> uh so we have one of our huts uh, here, who, who, who was captured? Uh, what was our hut's name? Miraga. I, don't think, I think yeah, I don't I'm really pronouncing care. that right. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And Keeve and our twin are kind of, uh, in effect, being tested. And they do come up with a couple of uh, creative solutions here, effectively trying to get out of. I mean, basically torturing the hut. Um, the twin uh, causes one of these little bunny people to trip over with a uh, canister of, um, oh, what do they Nagnol. call that? Nagnol. Yeah, and it catches on fire, so you have the fire bunny. Yeah, by the uh, way, are you is... excited to see more bunny people? No, I'm good. I don't need more lops in here. Stupid. <laughs> Uh, so instead of, you know, torturing it out here, they put it in a torture chamber and, uh, I'm just following this line and then we'll talk the rest of, uh, the characters as well. They attempt to gas it, uh, but it, you know, they, they force stop the gas, um, you know, yeah, you can stop the gas, Mr. Jedi freaking master on the council couldn't even stop a cloud. Um, and then they start to zap the hut and I mean, long story short here, the hut gives them away. It's like, well, yeah, it it didn't make, did you expect the hut to go along with your plan that you haven't told it about? (laughs) I mean, I'm glad that they did it this way. It's the most logical thing to have happen, honestly. Yeah. I I wouldn't have liked a little you know, five, six story arc of them trying to blend in as Nye Hill. I don't really think it would have been that entertaining. So I'm glad this happened. <laughs> right. Now, the the only thing that I don't like here is, so they continue to torture the hut, and this effectively renders our Jedi 
unable to do anything. Yeah, because because of the know, suffering. Oh, they're suffering. I can't fight now. Well, at least that gives you an excuse as to why Stellan Geos is the way he is. <laughs> I, I I just don't think it's very. I just don't. I don't get it. I mean, I, I get it, but I I also don't really like it as a plot device, and that effectively just leads them to being captured, and then we have Lorna uh, D. Uh, who is present here? She kills the hut. She punches the twin. She takes Keeve's lightsaber, and then Keeve and um, Keeve and twin are tripping uh, with their their new little weapon here. What's in the box? Did you get that one? Darkness. What's in the box? Not ahead. Probably not ahead. This was actually something I didn't quite understand. So is this the creature thing or is this a new or or is this like the machine that stops you from feeling the force that they had cultivated in one of the books? Remember the scientists or is this something Yeah, that new? was kind of just thrown away after a while, but potentially, I mean, there's no reason it couldn't be resurrected. It, the plans are there. But I don't I don't know. It's to me, I figured it was the the beast or whatever you all call it, you know, entity. But it's just very underwhelming, just like when you read it in the book, honestly, in my opinion. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I mean, I don't know how to feel about it because I don't know what it is. Right. I mean, again, we, we had the weapon that was created by the, the scientist and her daughter, and then the daughter carried on. And then we had the beast. And I don't know if this is something new, but, you know, th- this... This weapon was not really in the purview of... No, it, it was in the purview of Lorna. You know what? I don't remember. Because it wound up passing on to that one rich family that yeah. lived on the asteroid. Well, and there's But I don't even, remember the connection. Yeah, I mean, there's even mention, which is ambiguous, of seeing if uh, the last time they used this was just a fluke or if it can be recreated. But that still could be either thing. Because both the creature and the device were used on Jedi, so I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the the only connection the, to the the beast thing would be, you know, that they both seem to, you know, uh, basically be supremely afraid, yeah. which is something that happened like Bell, and even um, uh, Elzar Man mm-hmm. when he was uh, taken down, his ship was taken down. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's supposed to be because the reaction of um, well, what was it? Stellan and, and Elzar when the machine was activated in front of our senator, mm-hmm. they might not have had the force, but they didn't feel that sort of fear. Um, yeah. And, and we I mean, might that could be... lead towards just their strength and the force, but it seemed like it crippled them a lot less. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or it could be another gas or something like that. I'm not. I'm just not 100% as to what what this is supposed to be. But it kind of looks like a field. But there's also like a hand thing here. So, um, I guess my only question bu- is, why was it here? If they didn't uh, know they were Jedi, it just seemed kind. Of, it, it, we had talked about this. I mean, it, it's very circumstantial that they're going to have this plot device with them and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense why they have it with them right now 
Well, the other thing too, if it, if it's the beast, uh, uh, has the beast, right? And he, and I we haven't imagine he'd give that up to anybody. Well, yeah, we haven't seen him defeated yet, have yeah. we? I mean, we, granted, we've missed a little bit of media, but not that much. Not the major books. Yeah, and there's no mention of him one way or the other. I feel like if anything major happened with him, they would have at least brought it up to some extent. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know exactly what this is right now, but but there we go. Uh, we do have our other twin who's on our our ship with uh, Skier and, and Avar uh, doing weird stuff and then turning to semi-stone, which is kind of what happened to Loden. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing too. I mean, it just it, it's kind of it's kind of ambiguous at this point. But I, I suppose the only other thing that I would probably put forward here is that uh, we have the the centipede thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jedi centipede. centipede scientist. Yeah, um, who's basically informing Skier that he's he, he's losing his connection to the Force. Um, and we don't know necessarily if this is just scare, if there, or if this is a bigger sort of plot thing at this point, but that, that's kind of, that's kind of issue 10, right? Yeah. And it's kind of weird. You know, I know that, uh, Skier was under the Drangir's control longer, but it seemed like, you know, we have multiple Jedi that haven't lost a connection that were also under the influence at some point, including Keeve. You know, she communed with right. the Drangir for a short amount of time. Uh, uh, Avar as well. And Skier's just kind of getting the shaft here for no reason. I'm not a huge fan of him, but it just seems kind of odd that it's only happening to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever, dude. So that, that's, that's again, that's issue 10. Um, let's go ahead and move on to issue 11, which I don't know what cover you have, but I have the Super Uwu cover. The Super oh, Uwu, yeah, Avar a, Chris cover. It's a little different. I've just got a, yeah. one of the twins just kind of in despair. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the main cover, too, which I didn't really yeah. care for. At least Uwu, Avar Chris was something better than that cover, but it wasn't much better. I can't um, see why they would pick that from that. I mean, yeah, I mean, she does some things in this comic, but it seems kind of out of place. Right. Uh, now, issue 11 does, I don't know if it clarifies or not. I just think this is a gas. This is just some new weapon of Lorna D's. Because mm-hmm. um, we kind of see from Keeve's standpoint where, um, you know, she's tripping. Yeah. <laughs> She's tripping. The twin is uh, also tripping. She's, you know, seeing a melting twin. And like, so I'm pretty sure that this is at this point more of a gas or some sort of biological weapon, effectively. Because Lorna, through the books, was very biological weapon driven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, not much really there. Uh, Lorna, sort of like Marcion, takes one of the sabers here kind of as her own that sort of seems to be their their thing we have uh the twins doing super pog faces <laughs> i mean who thought that artwork was cool 
He's just yeah. pogging as he's turning to stone. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't really understand the twins. I, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't, I don't really understand. Why are they turning to like stone? Yeah, I mean, not key. their connection does that or a lack of connection because they can't feel each other right now for yeah, some I mean, reason. It kind of breaks apart this whole monster concept because wouldn't you think that if this thing is going to turn you to stone, you would have to be present and your connection with another being in the force wouldn't have anything to do with that realistically. Mm hmm. And being void of the force wouldn't cause it either because there are creatures that don't commune with the force and they're fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm. It's, it's just a little confusing. It's a little confusing of a storyline because even like a biological weapon, how would that transfer. disconnect you from the force? Oh, yeah, that too for that matter. But transferring to another person miles and miles away, you know. Well, with the twins, it's more like they're they're almost like a symbiotic being. There can't necessarily be one without the other type of deal, or at least that's the way they, they seem to be setting it up in a yeah. weird way. Like, they're, they're actually one being. Well, that was I, just I was going to mention that. I mean, there, there's some dialogue in the last uh, comic that kind of, if you really read into it, makes very little sense because uh, the twin that's with Avar mentions you know we aren't technically just joined together we are one being one mind one consciousness mm -hmm. but then you know avar is asking questions like what's going on you know how what's happening you know and all he can say is uh he, how does he word it we feel uncertain of keeve's plan and there's something going on with the huh. Yeah. It's like very, very vague. But if you're sharing a consciousness with someone and your minds are melded, why can you only give me very vague descriptions of what's happening with the other twin? Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. It, 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 but, but you'll turn to stone if the other one does. <laughs> right. It's, just, it's weird how they're connected. I'm not totally sold on the twins. I haven't seen anything that makes them interesting i mean they're unique i guess but they're not cool in any way to me at least <sighs> yeah yeah uh, no I, I agree i don't really understand it wholeheartedly but i think the whole point of having the twins is just another example of how in tune everyone's supposed to be with the force during this era and how it's a you know a renaissance period of strength and all this stuff, but then you just look at the bigger picture and these Jedi are so weak. <laughs> Ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Kind of are. Sure. Well, anyway, the rest of the episode here is um, kind of a rescue mission. Mm -hmm. Or... Uh, Jedi, including Skewer and uh, Avar, go after Keeve and the twin. Um, Skewer's doing, you know, Skewer things, kind of, you know, just hacking people. Seems uh, really, really intent on just cutting people, you know. It's good stuff. Yeah. Can't Might use force, but I will throw a saber at 13 people all at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He also uses a little hand guard on his saber to like crush a like a bot's helmet or whatever. Yeah. Pretty sick. Which I thought was kind of funny. Then he cuts this one dude in a mech suit in half. Although it only looks like maybe this dude doesn't have like legs, so that's why he has the mech suit. Yeah, for a second I'm like, oh, he's dead. Uh well, maybe not. He might just be maybe a not. Maybe not. And by the way, well, this Lor- just makes me hate that character more from hearing him so much in the audiobooks. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping Who's he that? is dead. The well, that's, guy? Other, that's the Tempest Runner, right? Oh, is that the Tempest the Runner? One? Yeah, you know, I kind of thought about that, but I didn't I didn't really I wasn't sure if that was or not. I'm just kind of basing it on his interactions with Lorna in this that Might they seem be. to be equals, but I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Yep, for sure. Well, anyway, Lorna does attempt to escape in a shuttle, and uh, we kind of end here with Avar uh, kind of trying to stop the shuttle. Yeah, from we got some force unleashed stuff going on. It's awesome. Yeah, a little, uh, little, little Ray Skywalker, you yeah. know, little, God, little tug Avar. of war. Avar is the best Jedi. Why can't we have more Avar? Well, I don't get why she's just in these stupid comics. And I don't want to say stupid comics like being disparaging, but, you know, it deserves to be fleshed out more. And it's a problem with comics. You can only flesh out things so much. I mean, I'm glad to see her in some capacity, but, you know, we can't get her backstory. We can always see the cool things she does. And comics do a very good job of that. But just give us a book. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the pushback is, is that she was pretty integral to the first book. Sure. But, I but mean, we, we've we've kind of pushed back on that, that her entire storyline here has been so much better than what the books are. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, not, if you're not going to make either Stellan or Elzar OP, then... Stop talking about them because I don't. I don't really care about either. I mean, again, we've talked about this almost ad nauseum, but like, Elzar is just, you know, he's kind of dark side, and he sometimes gets a chick, you know, and then Stellan can't stop a gas cloud. You know, why? Why exactly do I care about these two guys when I have this really cool person over here, the marshal of, uh, uh. What's the station called? I should know. Starlight We've said Beacon. It enough. Starlight <laughs> Beacon, you know, just out here just doing her thing. So, I don't know. It's kind of a good example of it is all of the Jedi that Palpatine instantly kills in the confrontation with Mace Windu. Uh-huh. And we focus on them more than Mace Windu in a book. That's what it'd be like. Sure. Just like not super impressive characters (laughs) it's just yeah i don't know i don't get it yeah i I don't either i I don't either i'm just seeing her do really cool stuff and you know having to deal with things that are more interesting than Mm -hmm. the other two and just i i don't i don't know i'm not sure why uh I'm I'm not sure why we're why we are where we are. That's all I'm that's all I'm saying with High Republic. Yeah. So I suppose 
we can go ahead and get going. Anything else we want to uh, talk about in this particular Series, or are we ready to move on to the next series? No, definitely ready to move on. Okay. Well, Trial of Shadows. Um, trail. Trail, whatever. Trail of Shadows, that's right. Trail of Shadows. And... Pretty, pretty sick opening page. I'll give you that much. Yeah. There are a few things that I'm not really really quite sure about this either like we're trying to make some weird connections that i'm not quite sure about but okay uh but we do enter where um what was our book called uh this was our last book was it was this out of the shadows no, Ripley. it wasn't out of the shadows. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I <laughs> me, it's uh, at least the other pop. one that has this main protagonist in it. I'll find it eventually. Because um, yeah, out of out of the shadows was the Justina Ireland book. All right, this is the tie into the the fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Details. Uh, yeah, it's all about the details with us. Uh, you must not have put it in my Star Wars reading playlist either. That's <laughs> uh, funny. It's so hard to get any information on any High Republic stuff. It is, I know it's new, but eh. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll eventually, I mean, this is, this is crazy riveting stuff, but, um, anyway, whatever. I don't care. It was our last, it was our last major novel, uh, where Stalin Geos couldn't stop a gas cloud and we had the destruction yeah. of the, um, of the, uh, high Republic, uh, of the Republic fair. And... At the very end of that book, we had the death of Lone Greatstorm mm-hmm. at the hands of our beast thing that Martian Rowe had uh, unleashed. Rising Storm, by the way. That's what it was. Mm. Rising Storm. Stupid. Stupid book. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's not stupid. It's just That was our official thing. review. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was just uh it was disappointing. Oh, hey, look at this. The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray set to release January fourth. Interesting. Oh, gonna have the destruction of Starlight Beacon. <laughs> nah, Starlight Beacon's still around even in later times, if you remember. We get references to that in other media. I can anyway. forget about that and <coughs> not worry about canon and you know, continuity. It's all about canon. So anyway, we have um, we have the the destruction of Loden, and they're trying to like tie in this like almost nursery rhyme type song, yeah, which we have to assume is something to do with this monster that might have been hard baked into Jedi life or something like that. It's kind of like a Freddy Krueger thing, which yeah. I don't and by believe. the way, the the 
I don't know if it's this comic or the next one. They show the master that sings that to young Stellan and Emmerich here. And he does look mm. like a Freddy Krueger monster. He's pretty mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we are going to be following new characters here. You have our character names by any chance? Uh, Emmerich. Pulled up by my Emmerich starts with a C. I can't think of his last name. Let me see if I have a tab open for it. I think I do. Yeah, unlike some of our comics, they don't necessarily straight up give us the names in the beginning, which is always helpful. I'm bad. With, I'm really bad with names. But we have our, our Jedi yes. Emmerich, and then uh, this uh, detective, kind of, I, I suppose would be the... Um, the operative word. Sion Holt is the detective's name. And it's yeah, I'm, ne- I'm never going to remember that yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. And uh, is Emmerich a Jedi Emmerich master or is he a knight? Captor. Yes, he is a master. So. And apparently Emmerich's he was in a book and I don't remember him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I tried to find him. I cannot. But he was in. Um. Out of the Shadows, which is the most yeah. recent book we reviewed, so we should remember him, but I don't. Yeah. Well, it seems it seems like Emmerich is, is kind of uh, sort of investigating this whole beast thing. Mm-hmm. And then what was our detective's name again? I le- legitimately I Holt. Just I'm just going to say yes, Holt, Holt because I saw that. Sion, I think I said. Who is like a pianist. Yes, Sion. I guess. Well, not anymore because she messed up her hand. Yeah, she got <laughs> shot. Um, and her, I guess her partner here uh, and her were ambushed. Mm-hmm. And uh, effectively, I, I mean, I don't necessarily know that there's anything of crazy merit here. But yeah, we, we do have the panel of the this sort of up upside down Cthulhu guy <laughs> in their little weird orphanage and we're coming to take you away. Okay. Well, that's not freaky weirdo. Um, <clears throat> but again, uh, so our, our detective or our investigator uh, goes to find her partner. He's in a bit of trouble, sort of in connection with the Nihil. Uh, he's shot, she shot, and then um, they, uh, Emmerich and, and Hold are both pulled in by Chancellor Lena So. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that specifically? Well, I, I, I guess we probably, was that, I don't know if that was in this specific book. I think it was in our last one. But, I mean, that's, that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, oh, Emmerich, by the way, I just thought about it. Uh, our last update with Lena So was she was in critical condition or in a <sighs> coma or something in the book, right? No, she had came, she had came to. Did she? Um, okay. Her health wasn't good. Let's put it that okay. way. Her, she, was, she was awake, um, but her health wasn't, wasn't very good. Definitely took a toll on her. Gotcha. Uh, Emmerich uh, goes off to this planet of Rant Tarnum. And 
I mean, is effectively ambushed by Nihil, and they keep doing this nursery rhyme. Um, does it have the whole thing here? Uh, we're coming to take away. They'll do what they can, and they'll do what they must. But when they do find you, all there will be uh, is dust. Yeah. So somebody thought through that. Like somebody thought to themselves, I need a nursery rhyme that's like the creepiest thing since the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. Because let's face it, those bears wanted to eat you. <laughs> Probably. And this is what they came up with. Like, I, I think... No offense, I think that the nursery rhyme thing is lame. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't hit me the right way. Well, <laughs> it, they make it out to be something so terrifying, but then they give us this laughable Cthulhu creature, which why would any Jedi Master just be walking around as the children are sleeping, singing this to them? It's just, it, it's forced creepiness. Well, it's, and, it's the same. Yeah, it's the I same. get the point that the tie-in is, oh, it must be the beast because the beast turns you to dust. And, oh. Yeah. And now it's coming well, back. Well, again, it's just another Freddy Krueger. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Yeah. You know, it's the same. It feels like the same thing. So I, I, I don't, you know, whatever. What, let, let's, I guess we'll keep going. Um, so Emmerich and his little troopers here take down the Nihil, Holtz, you know, knocked out. Um, and then, uh, I mean, Emmer kind of goes for this like temple thing. Uh, and, uh, and that's sort of where it ends. He's got a yeah. droid guy though. Kind of like Cal. I know that's the best part of this comic. I love those droids. Yeah. But this just ends though. We don't really see what he saw at the temple. Yeah, or, or whatever this really building is, it might not be a temple, but one. yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. So it's like, did did they go to a, another temple and the creature had already been there and it killed more people? Was there like something there worth? Forward and we're not actually here yet, or yeah, I, I don't, I'm not quite sure what what the motive was. Um, but then we pick back up with Emmerich just surrounded by screens. It's been weeks, maybe months. Ugh, lost track of time. And then Holt's just trying to play the Moonlight Sonata in her her little Spartan apartment. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, and they keep reciting this rhyme thing. What, what, how would you say the first part of it? Shri Kara Kara. I didn't even try to pronounce any of that. I'm not gonna try now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what is it? Uh, whatever. Okay. All right. I don't want to harp on it. Don't want to harp on it. Holt can't play the piano. They're called an Alina Sos. So we we get. Um, have we had uh, like an actual sort of. Um, I don't want to say animated, but just like a... A visualization like, of Lena So at vi all. Yeah, there you go. A visualization no, of Lena So yet? I don't think so, and I'm sure that I've never seen her cats before. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think those might have been out there. But yeah, they, they're, they're here. I don't know. Does this look like how you would picture Lena So, though? 
Not really. I don't know how I would describe what I pictured of her, but bigger. Not not yeah. like not like physically bigger, but more imposing. Yeah. You, you know, th- granted, this she just is weak right now, so that maybe sure, but I, this this she looks kind of generic, like yeah. a generic animation here. I'm I'm not quite sure, but I, I don't want to again. I don't want to harp on it. Just well, it's, it's, it's like almost oh. like they're just kind of. I mean, in a way, it kind of looks like almost Padme, a little bit, uh, just different skin color. But I just think it's I just think it's generic, generic face. Right. Can I also bring this up? Do you do you think that the illustration in this comic fits with the rest of our like High Republic? Because to me, it looks like like a, almost like a different world, and uh, like illustratedly. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't read any of the adventures stuff, so I don't know if it would be comparable to that. But I don't think it really is in line with the, you know, the mainline High Republic. I don't know why. It just looks different to me. It almost kind of reminds me of. Um, it's a bit Afra to me. <sighs> no, that's not what I'm thinking. Uh, Jeez, my brain is just dying on me tonight. Uh, the uh, Harrison Ford movie with the robots, where he tracks down the robots. Blade Runner. Yeah. It for some reason it reminds me of Blade Runner. I don't know why. It just it looks gritty to me. Yeah, it does. I'm not saying that in a bad way. It just looks like very different. I mean, just look at the cover of the first one. And yeah, honestly, I don't know. I wasn't man, even that... sure that that was the same Jedi when I was looking at Emmerich. I had to set it side by side because he looks older, a lot older. Yeah. Well, I, if if I remember, because before I even read this, I looked at it. I was like, "Oh, are they doing something like with Bell? Is that a far?" Yeah. Yeah. And then you were like, "No, it's not him." I was like, "Well, who the heck is it?" Right. Yeah, and I had actually jumped ahead a little bit in the comic just skimming through, and I saw in the first one the little scene of uh, young Emmerich and uh, uh, Stellan, and I, I yeah. totally thought it was going to be about Bell. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, again, just one more thing on this animation. It, it the line, Everything is very soft. It, it's almost like a very old-school-looking kind of bit of illustration. Yeah. But again, for some reason it just reminds me of Blade Runner. I don't know why. Blade Runner wasn't animated. I mean, it was a live action right. flipping movie. I don't know why. It just reminds me of Blade Runner. All right. So we're we are effectively getting a commission from the chancellor uh and we have this um I don't know, our bad guy from the last uh, comic. Uh, Arth Arathab Fall. Yeah. And, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. And basically, Emmerich and Holt are going to go after this guy. It's like a buddy cop thing, but with two cops who don't want partners. I work yeah. alone. I'm a lone wolf. We're working Well, too. I'm this... 
Well, I'm the sassy one, and I'm going to work with you, and you're going to work with me. No, I work alone. We're working at different jobs, and we'll compare notes. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. I actually also, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, I also don't really like the turn in Holt's personality. Yeah, because I, don't I, I thought because that she seemed pretty caring at first, and then it just kind of drops. And she well, kind of it, seems it feel, like a dick you, after that. Yeah, it feel, it feels completely different from the person that we saw in the first comic, and then even the person we saw in the beginning of this comic. Now, granted, I understand she was shot; she can't play her piano; she's sad, but it just seemed really it. it, it that's where I'd almost say it gets a little Afra esque, but yeah. it's not Afra. Like, I don't need Afra in here. Afra is Afra. I don't need every... It's the same thing with droids. I don't need every droid to be a sassy droid. I don't need every every female character here to be Dr. Afra. Like, give me different characters because everybody is different. You know what I mean? Right. And that, I'm sorry to make the connection, but did we really have to dress Emmerich up? <laughs> the way that we did. <laughs> hey, come on, do we need him to look like Lando with his yeah, cape? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. They dress him up like Lando, Cause, don't cause they? Because he's going to be way less conspicuous in that than Jedi robes. That doesn't stand out at all. Yeah. Just so, take the cape off. <laughs> well, let's continue the story here because our murderer guy uh, doesn't appear to be Nihil. Appears to be effectively being hunted by Nihil at this point. And as our buddy cops, uh, you know, start out here, this is where we get sassy Holt and, uh, we get, we get to see Emmerich without a shirt on. So I'm sure those weebs like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, but yeah, you're right. Oh, he, yeah, I, I actually missed that. He does totally have a half cape. Yeah, I know. I mean, I just saw the gold and the black, and, and it looked like Lando, but I didn't really look down and say, oh, yeah, he totally has a half cape. And it's got to be a throwback to Lando, though. Yeah, that's all I can think, because it doesn't scream investigator. Yeah. Well, at any rate... Um, our investigators go to this apartment where our murderer guy has a shootout with the Nihil. They're stopped by a little bug creature. And uh, I'm a part of the super secret homicide detective force. Yes, and clearly, based <laughs> off of his opinion of it just looking like a uh, a drug deal gone wrong, he clearly has no perception skills whatsoever. <laughs> right. Um, now one thing though, that, that was kind of interesting, uh, Emmerich and Holt do deduce the room effectively in the same fashion together here. They're able to, uh, you know, walk through what happened by just looking at the room and so forth, which, you know, was that kind was of cool. interesting. Yeah. It definitely seems to be a well thought out piece yeah, It's always here. the most entertaining thing of any you know, investigation, murder mystery type show is, you know, figuring out and analyzing the crime scene. So I appreciated that. It was Colonel Mustard in the library with the, with the revolver. (sighs) 
Well, with the claws, you mean. <laughs> he got tore up. Yeah. So anyway, our murdery guy uh, is still out trying to beat these Nihil. Uh, oh, hey, by the way, Emmerich can move the stupid gas. Yeah. Guess he's been on the council a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. No yeah. Comment. Yeah. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, they take out a few of the Nihil. Nihil, our murdery guy, gets away. Uh, Emmerich's cool little droid buddy shoots a little tracker onto the guy's speeder. And then they get a little video. Uh, and I'm not 100% sure here, but our little bat guy. Is this, uh, this isn't our like Martian's doctor guy. I thought he was actually killed in the last book. Unless I'm, well, you know, the, the, the doctor who was tur- torturing Loden effectively. Yeah, I mean, there was also a doctor in the last comic we just went through of uh, the mainline High Republic series when they let loose the oh, gas. Yeah, could have been him, could have been this guy. I don't know. I don't remember the name, but. Okay. Yeah, well, definitely some uh, weird creatures being shown off in High Republic between the bats and the rabbits and everything. Well, I mean, the end here, they do have a picture of their quarry, so to speak. Yeah. So they're hot on the case. <laughs> Turn in your badge and your gun. You've gone rogue. <sighs> it's just such a weird thing, you know. I don't. I think suppose we, we. When I think Star Wars. No, but it, it it has happened. There was even a part in the um, the aftermath books, if you remember, when we got to Coruscant. They yeah. talked a, a couple of times about some of like the the police people on the planet, so it's it's not without any sort of merit, so to speak. But it's an interesting route, and this is also Daniel Jose Alder, who who's who's kind of going through this, who's been very prevalent, obviously, in a lot of the comics. So definitely a different turn than what we're used to. Um, so I guess as we kind of, we've so well, we have wrapped up both of these right now. Which one of these lines do you think you're more uh, excited about continuing <laughs> to read through? Well, for the sake of fairness, I guess I shouldn't go based off of how High Republic mainline has been going so far before these two. Um, that being said, Probably still mainline High Republic because I'm not thrilled with the whole buddy cop aspect. Okay. Well, we also don't know much about Holt either. True. Yet. Like, what, 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 what does she bring to the True table? True motivations, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. And, and all we know about Emmerich is that he's uncomfortable wearing Lando's clothes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then even though Lando PTSD issues with bedtime stories and nursery rhymes sure even though lando <laughs> isn't even alive at this time so right. it's very so basically lando took his style from emmerich is what right. happened right i don't know it's very disjointed the way that they're telling the story like we said at the beginning of, or the end of uh the first comic you know you get this 
cliffhanger that's just completely ignored in this one. Maybe we'll get something in the next one. Hard to say. But mm-hmm. not thrilled with the way they're telling the story so far. Yeah, I mean, it could get better. Sure. Uh, the the aesthetic is, is interesting. Um, I, I just hope it's not like Afro where they can't decide on the animation style because I'm already getting those vibes. Just well, that... Reading too. That happened. That happened in the last High Republic comic. What it was, issue eleven, because we we got a lot of like really, kind of um, not incomplete animations, uh, especially of Avar. She looked different in several different panels. Yeah, which I thought was kind of odd. But you know, again. That, that'll happen. That'll happen. We've seen that happen a lot uh, here and there. So, anyway, anything else we need to talk about just in reference to the comics? Mm. No, I don't think so. Okay. What uh, you didn't mention, are you more excited for Mainline or this new comic line we're going through? I honestly don't know yet. You know, we're, we're sort of... Um, Resetting the main line from a relatively short, relatively short span of comics that explained away the Drengear. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what to think about this yet. If um, one will be better than the other. So yeah, I think it's too soon, too soon to to judge. Yep, and it could be one or the other. Not sure yet, but you know we'll we'll see. We'll see. I think trial might have some uh, trail. Trail might have some uh, interesting parts in it. Just depends on how they choose to take it. Yeah. However, the only thing that I am a bit hesitant about is I feel like they're going to explain away the lore of this monster thing in the comics as opposed to writing it in a book and making it detailed. Like it really feels like they're trying to burn through something of less substance in the books and fleshing things out in the comics, but not doing it in a very longer format sort of format. So I think that that would be a huge mistake for the line to do is just explain away the monster. Oh yeah. You remember that, that story nursery rhyme that we were told traumatized kids with. Oh yeah. That's where the monster's from. Yeah. My biggest fear is that we're going to have another book, you know, say a few months down the line and this monster is going to be so fleshed out in the comics that there's no, for people not reading the comics, it's going to be very disjointed because we're going to go from maybe potentially a handful of Jedi knowing about what happened to this happening to, you know, a dozen Jedi and everyone knowing about widespread throughout the galaxy. And we're already trying to figure out how to deal with it. And it's just, I'm worried that we're doing too much with the comics right now. And I mean, Mm -hmm. how are we going to even, do you think we'll even bring up the Drangir in another book? Or are they just going to be swept under the rug? I don't see why not. They're already dead. Yeah. They're done. They took them out. So, 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. Hard to say. Well, regardless, that's that's pretty much the end of our comics here. Um, we would like to hear your opinion, though. If, if any of you at home are particularly interested in, uh, in these lines and maybe have some more insight, or maybe you like some of the other comic stuff. Heck, maybe some of you are really big fans of the War of the Bounty Hunters. I don't know. But be more than happy if you'd, uh, if you'd share it with us. And we'll, we'll kind of see how we go from here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The reset's already happened. We're out of the War of the Bounty Hunters as of now. So I just have to see if it's kind of worth it or not yeah. to get I'm, into. I'm hopeful it is, but at the same time, it's a lot to get into. <laughs> it can be a bit sure. overwhelming with that many different stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the hope is is that they go from being interconnected back to single storylines that don't cross over, so it makes yeah. it a little easier. So you only have to account for one set of lore per right. book. So oh, hey, we'll at see. least the good thing about war was it reminded you of what happened quite a bit. No recaps <laughs> needed. <laughs> no, because it was just the same POV looking at the same darn thing over and over again. It was dumb. Yeah. I hated that. That was not a very that was not a good story device. But yeah. that's also what we saw in uh, Rising Storm too. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think we uh, think we'll probably get moving on here. So, any other things we need to chat about? We we nope. hit in the end. I think we've hit the end. Okay. Well, folks, if you'd like to interact with us, uh, please be sure to follow us on Twitter at TC Plan Podcast or on Facebook. We're there too. If you'd like to do a little bit more long form, you can always send us a good old email to tcplanpodcast at gmail.com. Anything you want to talk about, uh, you know, if it's something interesting, we'll, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Give a shout out. That's up to you, though. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's really it for now. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode, and you all have a good rest of your week. And as always, may the Force be with you. <laughs>